Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The 2019 defense authorization bill could be law by the end of July, according to House Armed Services Committee Chairman Mac Thornberry. Thornberry says since the Senate and the House both agree on a top-line number of $714 billion for the Pentagon next year, negotiations over the bill should go smoothly. A group of Senate Democrats say they fear the administration's proposed retirement changes will hurt agencies' ability to recruit and retain top talent. 26 senators tell Office of Personnel Management Director Jeff Pawn they're willing to help OPM develop other legislative proposals which don't hurt current retirement benefits but serve as a recruitment tool for new talent. 23 senior Democrats in the House now say they want President Trump to rescind his most recent three executive orders on the federal workforce. They write to the president, saying the order's limits on official time and grievance procedures would strip federal employees of their whistleblower protections. House Minority Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Minority Whip Steny Hoyer, and Oversight and Government Reform Committee Ranking Member Elijah Cummings are among the members who raised concerns about the executive orders. A few House Democrats hope to repeal the Veterans Affairs Accountability and Whistleblower Protection Act President Trump signed last summer. Congressman Brian Fitzpatrick, Anthony Brown, and Chris Smith introduced the VA Personnel Equity Act to do so. VA has changed its performance improvement plan procedure since the accountability bill's passage last year. It also fired 400 more people in fiscal 2017 compared to the previous year. All but one of Veterans Affairs Medical Centers has staffing shortages in both clinical and non-clinical positions. VA's Inspector General reviews self-reported staffing numbers from all of VA's 140 medical centers. Directors say medical officers, nurses, human resources managers, and police occupations are the most difficult positions to fill. They say high staff turnover and non-competitive salaries are the reasons for their staffing challenges. There's also a lack of qualified applicants. The Navy and Air Force worry they'll lose some of their most skilled maintenance personnel unless Congress relaxes some hiring restrictions for civilian employees. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. Military officials are concerned about a cooling-off period that requires military personnel to wait 180 days after they retire before they can be rehired to do similar jobs as government civilians. Officials told Congress yesterday it's a particular problem for the government's depot maintenance facilities, which need highly specialized skills to work on everything from nuclear reactors to airplane wings. The waiting period was set aside in the aftermath of the 9-11 attacks, but took effect once again in 2017. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Senior Air Force officials will be meeting this week at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio. The focus will be on strategy, acquisition, science, technology, and innovation. The yearly meeting is dubbed Corona Top. Senior leaders are likely to talk about plans for multi-domain warfare and growing threats to U.S. space systems. The president makes a nomination for the head of a congressional agency. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. If he's confirmed as director of the government publishing office, Robert Tapella won't have far to walk. Tapella is a member of the oversight staff of the Committee on House Administration with special expertise in printing, publishing, and security credentials. Besides, he's already been director of GPO, having served under President George W. Bush. Early in his career, Tapella practiced calligraphy and bookbinding, among other crafts. I'm Tom Temin. Federal facilities saved tens of millions of dollars last year through green initiatives, over 22 million in fact, according to the Environmental Protection Agency. The government reduced its fuel oil usage by over 200,000 gallons and saved more than 400,000 tons of paper from going into landfills. Last month, President Trump signed an executive order aimed at making federal facilities more efficient. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt says the conservation effort demonstrates good stewardship of taxpayer dollars. The Senate voices its concerns about the future of the FBI's new headquarters and one of next year's spending bills. Senator Chris Van Hollen adds language, which zeroes out funding for the project in fiscal 2019. The Trump administration... 
The Trump administration did not request any funding for the project that year. Earlier this year, lawmakers pushed back on the administration's plan to build a new FBI headquarters on the site of the old one that goes against nearly a decade of plans to build a new consolidated campus in suburban Virginia or Maryland. The House shows its confidence in the administration's IT modernization approach. The Technology Modernization Fund could see a 50% increase in funding next year. The House Appropriations Committee approves the Financial Services and General Government Fiscal 2019 Spending Bill earlier this week with $150 million for the TMF. Lawmakers allocated $100 million for the fund this year. In the report for the 2019 spending bill, the committee recommends that GSA prioritize projects that have the most significant impact on mission enhancement and that most effectively modernize citizen-facing services. I'm Jason Miller. Contracting officers must now include language forbidding the use of Kaspersky products and services in future solicitations and the contracts which stem from them. The Federal Acquisition Regulation Council introduces an interim rule to enforce the Homeland Security Department's ban on the cybersecurity company. DHS issued the ban over Kaspersky's alleged ties to the Kremlin. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.